I'm Charlie Blair Elephant, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 27th of May, 2019, if you can believe it. Carmen Caputo and his son Joe are coming in here momentarily, but as Carmen was telling me, the rain, the rain, the rain, and it's been no different here. Believe it or not, we've had two days in a row, in a row of sunshine, which I'm telling you right now, when you don't see it, you appreciate it even more. And I got to tell you, it feels good. And I mean real good. So, as we always do, stand up. Take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because that's the way we speak to one another here. This is the way we speak to ourselves. And as I've said on numerous shows with different family members and on my solo shows where I really get into this much deeper, if you want success in your life, there's two things you better do right off the bat. You better talk to yourself well, like you mean it. And second of all, you need to tell yourself, we were talking about this yesterday with Steve Cotter, I love myself. I've said this on solo shows, and I've gotten notes from people. What do you mean by that? Well, if you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to love you either, believe me. And there's this hate and this resentment for people by themselves that just blows me away. No matter how bad it is out there, you never, ever take it out on yourself. You improve yourself, but you never say the nasty things you hear people say to themselves. It just, I don't know. And that's why we're here, Carmen, Steve, Dr. Wong, all of you. We're out to change things, and we have changed things. I know the notes I get. But we got lots more to do and a lot more people to help out and get them moving in the right direction. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. You're going to see some of that change. I'm not going to say a lot. Motivation Muscle is going to be very, very revamped. Um, it, 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 it reflects on what's going on here. I was telling Carmen and Joe, we've been growing like you wouldn't believe, especially the last year. But our Etched in Stone page and our Etched in Stone for Kids and the Fiorella Barbell Company, that's where we have the blog and the story all about Fiorella Barbell with my brother Jimmy. Um, also too, obviously, uh, winners and champions is on that and that's going to get cleaned up too, but motivation muscle and the, and the sites are exploding. I mean, people are coming in all over here, uh, etched in stone is just popping like you wouldn't believe. And I've told people, you don't necessarily have to be a stone lifter to put stuff up there. We want anyone. I just named that because I love that name etched in stone. That's what we all are. We're etched in stone forever. So go out. If you're not part of the team there, jump on. 
Tell your friends about Eminem, FBC. I'm telling you right now, you know, we're like that we're like that lion where you'll see him like they're in the brush and nothing can see him until suddenly they're right up on who they're going to just grab by the throat and suffocate. That's where we are. We're coming, coming, coming. We'll be up five years at the end of September. I couldn't be more proud of what's going on here, and I owe a thanks to Carmen, definitely, with so many others here that have been such big parts of this show. Because, look, this is a big family here, and I, I can't do it all alone. And I'm not going to say that I can. I'm not, I'm not that uh, – I think highly of myself, but you have to work with good people. And you want to have success for everyone. So that's what we're doing. Also, to another big thing here, invest in FPC and M&M. If you go out to my Prosperity Consciousness page on Fiorella Barbell Company, there's a $25, $50, $100 investment. That money goes right to my PayPal account, and it goes right into my checking account for the business. doesn't go in my pocket. Everything we get here via investment goes right into the business because – that's why I'm had to go out and work and stuff. I won't let this place falter. And we've had to slow down with a lot of things. But you know what? This is what men do. You shoulder the responsibility and get the work done. Do I like doing that? Let me tell you, I don't like it at all. I don't like giving my time to people, whether they pay or not, that to me, I left that world a long, long time ago. And I don't like being around it. I don't like the smell of it, but you know what? This is what I tell Carmen, and we always say this. One day, we're all going to be on stage together speaking. It could be in front of 100,000 people, and we're going to have a lot of stories to tell, believe me. And the thing is with us, it's all factual. It's not some manufactured BS. So think about that. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen and I did. And I believe the last show that we did was Squeaky Wheel, which was really, really, really good. You got to go out and check that out. Also, too, um, don't forget about signing up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. It goes right to my MailChimp account. And you know we're real heavy on content. I haven't been doing a lot of it. But when you get stuff from me in your inbox, you're going to get a lot of good material to think about. Also, to another big investment, by advertising through MotivationAndMuscle.com. The rates are very reasonable, and I will give you everything I can give you to help you make money and myself to make money. And in that turn, as I keep telling people, no matter what you want to do, you got to have money. I know a lot of people don't like money. They say it's this, that. Well, let me tell you, any cause that you've got going initially, you better have some money. And that's a fact of life. So that is it. And don't forget, too, uh, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Uh, I talked to Douglas Graham. Doug is our correspondent, obviously, over in Scotland. He did a fantastic job um, with Stevie Shanks and everybody. With the Dinny Stones. And all the footage is going to be put on now, um, Fiorello Barbell Company. And we, I can announce it now because I'm going to start doing it. Um, Douglas will be going over to the gathering again this August. And I do know some of the names that are going to be in it. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Annika from Finland, who's been on here in Tattoo, her trainer... 
they're going over there. Um, she's probably going to break every record you've ever seen. That girl is incredible. She will lift the Denny Stones without straps. I guarantee she will. Tattoo will do the same thing, obviously. If For anyone that doesn't know of him, I believe it was last year he turned 50. He was the lightest man to ever lift the Husafel stone and walk at 50 meters. These people are incredible, and they're nice people, and we're rooting for them. So get ready because we got professional photographers. Douglas is trying to see if we can set up a booth for motivation and muscle. Incredible stuff, man. I've got the greatest people in the world here. Another big thing, too, big thanks out to Francis Brebner. I can never say thank you enough to him. Francis took it on his own dime and took the M&M uh, branding. Francis, is, of course, is the president of the Highland Games worldwide. Every place he is, M&M is right behind him where he can see it. I've gotten notes from so many people that know of me or have been on the show said, I was just watching this thing, and there's the Motivation Muscle banner. Thank you, Francis. You've helped us out immensely, and I know we're going to be doing more down the road. So, on that note, I'm going to give you a little information on Carmen first. Let me just roll this down. Here we go. Carmen is a USA Marine veteran, a retired school teacher, and a champion weightlifter. I hope I, I changed that. 59 years, right, Carmen? Yes, sir. Okay, now I want to uh, bring up Carmen's son here, Joe. Let me uh, get the mail up here. Okay, number one, Joe was born and raised in Oklahoma. Um, he's been lifting weights now for 20 years, okay? And he said he made sure to put in here, thanks to my parents' input and support, and that's a big, big thing. He is also, he works at a local community college as an administrative assistant. So I welcome you first, Carmen. Welcome back, brother. It's always an honor to have you on, sir. Well, I tell you this every time. It's my pleasure, and I still wonder why you have me do this, because I'm just a regular old guy in the backyard lifting weights, you know. But I appreciate the honor, and I, I look forward to these things. And today I am stoked because my son is with us. You got it. And, this is too cool. Well, and on that note, Joe, it's an honor. Welcome to the family, my friend. Well, thank you very much. It is a true pleasure to be here um, talking about something that has been a large part of my life for as long as I can remember. Yeah. It, it, you know, physical culture, as we call it around here, you know, we know it, we always hear the mind-body-spirit connection, which is so true. But I, as 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 I get into this, and I've been doing this for a long time since I was 10 years old, as I get into this more and more and come up with these ideas and work with different people and run running things across each other all the time, I don't know if I can put my thumb on, on what it is now to me. Um, it's definitely a way of life. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely DNA. No doubt about it. But there's more to it. You know, as I said in the beginning, Carmen is going to hit on this, I'm sure, when we get into this a little more. Um, it's one thing to have all the nice gadgets. You know, we see it all over. You know, the, the clothes, and, and, you know, we're fashionable, and we do this and we do that. But when you come in to lift, you're a puke, basically. See, I like the old guys where they half of them were in tatters. But you know what? When they came in to lift... It was like they did stop the world. They stopped time. That's why success touched them all. 
in one way or another, and it's very important. But today, on today's show especially, we've done some fathers and sons shows in the past year, um, and we're doing it again today. And and when I approached Carmen with this, because I think it was me, if not, I stand corrected, um, you know, I'd seen a lot of footage of his son training, obviously, with him. Um, and I said, you know, let's talk to the next generation of Caputo here. And let's find out, obviously, his mother and his dad have had great influence on him. I mean, they have to have influence on you for you to get into this. Because, let's face it, lifting weights, I love it. I mean, people would, wouldn't label it glamorous, but to me... It's the closest thing you can get to where you don't go to prison for the next hundred years, all right? And I love just the feeling, like yesterday when I was out there, the ability to have the mental fortitude, no matter how you feel. Whether, I, like I said, the Carmen, he's going through the same thing. I mean, I've been training out in six weeks of rain usually. But you know what? You can't take the days off because the next day will be raining harder than the next, you know. And I'm not one for that. But, you know, when you're messing around with big stones and things of that and you're walking on the ground, it doesn't matter. Rain makes ground slippery. And you got to be a little bit slower, a little more careful, a little more planned. But I'll tell you right now, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it till we're done here. This is the best thing that ever happened to me in my entire life my entire life and I'll tell you why we know Carmen and I have talked about it my brother Jimmy had muscular dystrophy I watched him basically whittle down to nothing and we lost him to pneumonia all right and that brought on the incredible Hulk which as a young boy I you know your parents reassure you and there was never any doubt with them but you're always afraid you could get muscular dystrophy and this laid a pronounced effect on me forever. It always does. I think about, I was telling Carmen on the last show, I think about Jimmy every day. I think the same things over and over, too. Where would he be now? What would he be doing? Would I be an uncle? Would he be over here lifting with me? It's great things to think about. It makes me so happy inside, too. It really does. But on that note, uh, Joe, I'm going to start with you first. Um, let's talk about your walk into physical culture and the weightlifting. And when did you know, obviously as a kid, you saw your father around your father doing this, seeing how he deals with things. When did you know, or was it always innate in you that you were going to start picking up iron? I think, I mean, you know, Family lore likes to state that I was in the gym about three days old when when (laughs) mom brought me home from the hospital. Yep. Um, but you know, it was a, it was a daily tradition. I'd get home from school, drop my backpack down in the living room and I'd run out back, uh, to the gym, see who all was there, see what was going on, that kind of thing. So I was, was, you know, physically in the gym, probably, you know, from two years old on basically as soon as I was old enough to, to walk and, no one to get out from under something that yep. was you know, yep. it, when, once it was safe. Yep. But as far as when I was once I once I kind of knew that this was something that I wanted to have as part of my life in the way that I'd seen it in Dad's life and a lot of the other guys that you know were 
coming to work out at that time, probably upper elementary, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had tried playing football through school. I tried doing basketball through school and, um, track. I, and I did, I did try, I did do some track a little bit. I, the more of the field events, not the, yeah. the running events and stuff through the shop. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I found I wasn't having fun. I wasn't enjoying that kind of physical activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once sixth grade came around, um, I kind of finally worked up the, the courage, if you will, to broach the idea of starting a legit program. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, dad was beyond excited. <laughs> and yeah. We uh, got a belt order that day, and um, the rest has kind of been history, you know. Did you, um, because, I mean, did you feel a lot, probably when you're younger, maybe not, maybe so, did you feel a lot of pressure, though, coming in, saying, hey, look, this is my dad, very successful at what he does, he's got a name. Did, what, what did that, did you, did that even resonate with you or did you feel a little bit of pressure coming in now to, to become a weightlifter? I mean, I, I, as you say, I of course knew of dad's, um, success. I, yep. we, you know, I'd been to countless meets up to that point and seen the, the success he'd had there, the, between the medals and trophies and the, the various state and national records that he'd been able to set and break, you know, I, I knew that, I knew that I was someone special's son, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but that, I never felt a pressure to match that. Right. You know, the, the message had always been, you are your own competition. Mm Mm-hmm. Every day when you show up, you're just striving to do a little bit better than the last time. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to break records every day, you're going to fail more than you succeed, and that's no way to move forward. Right. Right. Um, so I, I never felt that. I never felt a pressure to. I never felt the pressure to lift. Right. And I never felt a pressure to try and go beyond what I was capable of at the time. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because Carmen and I have gotten this a number of times with the DNA. DNA is, there's no doubt this is in all of us. You you just don't walk into a gym. Look, I know friends of mine that their fathers, their brothers were all good athletes. They could care less. They don't yeah. care. But some of us just seem to gravitate towards, you know, you talk two years old, remember it. Two years old, maybe you didn't know, but you already had cut your teeth in the iron game. Yeah, at least when you're talking to me, that's how I'm perceiving it. Um, right. Carmen. Yeah. And then we'll do some follow-ups. I want to ask you as a father here, how did that feel to have your son? We know that everyone is their own man, as you'll say, but he did walk in your footsteps. He, he was following you, let's say that way, or maybe he was in your shadow a little bit. But coming on, how did that feel to you, not only as a father, but as a man? Well, the only mistake he made, it was at the end of fifth grade that he told me he wanted to start training. <laughs> I had gone to pick him up at school at the end of school, 
because he went to school where his mom taught, and yep. I had already finished in my building, and I swung by to pick him up, and I we told his mama that we were heading home, you know. Yeah. And I asked him in the truck, I said, okay, you just finished. You did a good job with track and field this year. You threw the shot well. Yep. Do you want to do that some more? Do you want to go with football or basketball? And he said, I don't want to do anything. And I said, okay. <laughs> I said, what do you want to do? And he said, I want to start lifting with you. And I almost drove off the road. Good. So yeah. I said, okay, we need to go back to school and tell your mother we're going to Shawnee to Cranes to order a belt. And <laughs> did that. You know, but it was, yeah. I was so happy because I had told myself I am not going to force him to do anything. Yep. This is this is something that I love to do, and but if he wants to share it with me, that is outstanding. But I am not going to force him. I had seen people who had created a good legend in the sport and forced their son and daughter to do it, and as that when they got old enough to make their own choice, they said, "Stick it in your ear, I'm done." Yeah. Yep. And Joe was 11, 12 years old, and 20 years later, he's still out there cranking with me. Yep. And yep. I love it. You know, it was just one of those things. I said, my mission as a father, that's one thing I've done right, you know. I mean, hey. I set the standard. And he had, he would be two or three years old, and he'd come out and play in the gym. I think that's where he learned how to count to 10, was counting reps for me, you know. But Without I, a doubt. I need you to count for me, son, and he'd do it. And so now I'm counting for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that two or three because I've been, you know, you know my deal with subconscious mind and, and how I'm really enthralled in so many things right now. Um, very interesting, though, that that hit my head when you said that. Do you know, and I'm sure you do, I'm not telling probably either one of you anything, but between the time that you are birthed to seven years old, is usually when you're picking up just about everything you're going to need That's right. to get rolling. And That's right. the idea that you had Joe out there at that young young age, um, regardless, I think he would have been a weightlifter anyways. Because, you know, you are a product of your environment. You're a teacher, Carmen. You yeah. know that whole deal. I'm not telling you. But in today's world, it's more prevalent, and a lot of it is in a, um, a very negative and a very pessimistic way. Um, and one thing I can guarantee everyone, I will guarantee this. If you get into a place like Caputo's gym or FBC Steel and Stone Yard here, no one will even touch you. If you buy in to our principles, and believe me, you got a voice here of me too if you're dead serious or you won't be hanging around here at all. I don't need people to hang around here. But what I'm saying is this. All this crap you see that's going on now. I mean, I, I don't know if I told you, Carmen, on our last show. Um, 13-year-olds right now are the highest suicide rate in the United States. That makes me want to puke when I hear that. 13 that's, that's, years old. All right? What's going on there? What's going? Why aren't these 13-year-olds in a Caputo's gym? Why aren't they somewhere where they're getting guidance? Because I guarantee you, probably the majority of them, they give them a a, a thousand dollar phone and tell them to get lost. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th this is what I'm saying. It's like same way with me. I was very lucky at the old Y and uh, Steel Pier Athletic Club. These were hardcore gyms, man. I mean, I got my butt kicked for being a wise guy more than once there but let me tell you something 
these, as I say, the walking strong guys, the guys in the neighborhood, these were people that had reputations, man. Let me tell you something. If they liked you, you were going to learn a lot of stuff. And not only that, they took you under their wing. And that's real important, especially for men. Men right now, in my opinion, are in a tailspin, the majority of them. And when I read these things or hear these things, you know, well, what would you do if something happened to this one and that one? Well, I'd ask them how their day was. I was like, are, are you absolutely kidding me? So the, the thing that I want to say here more than anything is the power of physical culture, the power of the gym, the power of fathers and sons, the power of people Men that, and and I know you've got young women there and older women and all that, and I've got the whole deal. But I'm just saying this in response to those guys I remember from the Y after you simmered down a little bit. These guys took care of you like that. Some of them were old enough to be my father, but these were guys that were like construction dudes, you know, stonemasons, things like that. I mean, they probably could have lifted without even lifting the iron, too. I mean, you look at them, they had the big forearms and the wrists and the hands and the neck. Real important stuff. I, and this goes to cause. This goes to you looking at Joe now. Here he is. He's been following in your footsteps for years. He's doing his thing and being the best version of Joe. But the guidance and the example you set, Carmen, is where he is now and your exactly. wife also. Go ahead, take it away. Comment on any of that. The thing that has made me so happy is that the gym is open to anybody that wants to come and work. I'll tell them that. You're going to come in, you're welcome. Yep. But if you're going to fart around, you can leave because yep. you know, we work in here. And what I've noticed, and it just tickles me to death, is people, friends of his that have come in, will start asking him questions. Yep. And I hear myself answering them only it's coming from him yep you know he's learned well at the foot of the old guy here you know yeah and he, now we're now at that point where he's lifting more than i am yep and i'm tickled to death a lot of guys say how does that make you feel this i'm tickled to death man that's what i've been training them for yeah because you know at some point we all wear out i'll be 74 in a couple of months but by god i'm not going down easy you know no, I, no, there are days I can still take him, but more often than not, he takes me. We had a meet a couple of weeks ago in Shawnee State Championships, and the little fart out pulled me by 20 pounds, you know? Yep. And I'm thinking, okay, that's what I've been training you for. That's what that's what this sport is all about. Yep. It's time for you to pass on the information to the next generation. I and agree. that's what, you know, we talked a little bit about that in the warm-up before we went on the air. When I started... You know, you could buy a set of weights through the magazine, through York or Weeder or Dan Lurie, any yep. of those guys. But it was all weight. It was bar and plates. The difference was there were courses that came with them. Yep. And the courses were full of great information. You don't find that anymore, Eric. No. You, you can buy weights at Walmart. You can buy weights at Target, Sam's, whatever. But what you're not getting is the course material that tells you how to do it and why you're doing this particular movement for this particular reason. And so I see a lot of people start out and they burn out because they don't know what the hell they're doing and they're getting hurt 
Mm -hmm. I'll never touch another weight in my life. And I see you're missing out, man. I've been doing this 59 years. I love it. Yep. Six days a week. You know, Sunday's the only day I don't go out in the gym. I go out there to sweep it out. But the I don't go out to lift on Sundays. Right. So it's up at six o'clock in the morning. I have my coffee and my toast with peanut butter. Yep. And I go out and butt my ass and I come in and eat and sleep. Yep. You know, I mean, that's what, that being retired is a good thing. But I <laughs> yep. love having people come by and train with me and ask questions. There's a friend of Joe's is coming by now that he knew from school. Everything that we do, this young man says, why are we doing that? Yep. What's the reason for doing this? And I feel it's, we're obligated to explain why instead of just say because you need to. Yeah. Explain why you're doing that because it's an assistance for the three competitive lifts that power lifters do. It's to, it builds those stabilizing muscles. It builds that total body strength so you're totally coordinated for what you want to accomplish, you know. Yeah. And that kind of information is not out there. Now, the magazines that are involved with the sport are soft core porn. Sure they are. Opinion. You know, it's not, you don't get any training info. And, and I just, I, I know I, saw, I I am an old guy just railing at the world, world right now, but it bothers me that information out there for young people who are trying to get into the activity, you know, uh, and the, yeah. they're going to get torn up if they don't learn the right way. Um, I totally agree with you on that 100%. The thing is, that's one of the reasons why when you have a Dr. Wong or you have this one and that one, they'll say to me, your show reminds you of the old Perry Raider Iron Mind, or Iron Man, the way you talk. Um, you know where that all came from? From reading all that stuff. I, to my left here, I have one library that I can look at one set of things. To my right in my bookcase, it's another library, and it's loaded with everything because most of these things were out way before I was born. I've gone out through different people and have bought these old journals. Um But here's the thing, too, Carmen, you hit right on the dot, is this. There is no information. There, You know, it used to be, I can remember, I was able to start buying, like, uh, Iron Man just just maybe five years before uh, Perry sold it. And there used to be a health food store where I used to get it. I'd be there right on the same day every time it would come in. I would buy that thing, I'd be so excited, and I would read that from cover to cover to cover. I've still got them. They're they're worn out. I don't care. It's just like thinking Grow Rich. The binding is snapped everywhere in it. It's taped everywhere. I refuse to throw it out because I won't. It's got sweat and blood, and it's got lines everywhere, highlights everywhere. I can't replace that. That's been my life for the last 20-plus years with that book. But... I want to go to Joe, too, now. Joe, if there was a, I mean, I know you're a power lifter. Do you have a favorite movement out of the three? I mean, deadlift is where I feel the most confident and where I've had the most success. Mm -hmm. Um, My bench is coming along, but the the deadlift would arguably be where I feel the most confident, the strongest, um, and probably my favorite. Yeah. Do you, how, what is your feeling? I mean, you know, you've been doing this for a while, like obviously Carmen and myself. And we, I touched upon, you know, all the stuff out now that 
is all about the mental end of everything. And, you know, uh, Carmen's going to definitely, I know, say something about this because we talked about this in the beginning and how I don't feel a lot of the people that are training, especially early on, are really learning the training aspect. And I say this, I just kind of equate like, you know, skin in your knees, bloody nose, maybe a black eye, all right? And they're jumping from number one to number 21 and have forgotten all in between. What is your take on the mental end of everything? And being a guy that's come up right from the ground up, do you feel if you had all the mental things they're telling you now, what would that have done for a young Joe? Do you th- do you think you would have been ready for it? Do you think you would have needed more, obviously, in the gym? And I'm sure your dad wouldn't have let you probably do it anyways. But tell us from Joe's side of the coin here. What, what do you think? I think, I mean, obviously having that that mental edge, that, that mental sharpness. Yep is essential Yep. because um, if you're not focused on what you're doing, if you're not absolutely present when you're in the gym, then you're going to mess yourself up, yep. you know? Um, I think, I think it's, it's, it's so, it's very multifaceted in my opinion Yep. because I feel like what I was able to bring in when I first started I'd only been able to gain because of my familiarity with the activity as a spectator, as a kind of just presence in the gym watching. Um, And and that is something that, you know, it it just takes time to accrue. Um, And so you do get these, you know, I'm coming from my perspective. I had tons of acquaintances and friends throughout junior high and high school, even into college that, you know, they would, they would talk a good game. They like, sure. I need, I need to get stronger. I need to lose some weight. I need to, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'd tell them, well, you know where I live mm-hmm. and you're more than welcome to come by anytime you want. And they might come once or twice. Um, and they'd be so sore yeah. that oh, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm sore. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, well, it's, you're not going to get less sore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by quitting. Um, so I think, I think, I think it, if I were to distill it down to a, to a singular kind of necessary component, it would just be that, that stick to Yeah. That willingness to gut it out. Yep. Deal with some muscle pain and be willing to admit when you've got to slow down. Yeah. Um, Because going slow, you're still moving. That's it. Yeah. Come to a stop that that the real problems start to arise because that's when you lock up. That's when you got to take three or four weeks off because you pulled something that you shouldn't have been doing in the first place. Just being willing to go slow. That's that's key. I think, too, you know, we talk about repetition, repetition, repetition here. And you really have to do a lot of the same things repeatedly for a long time. I'm not saying don't go out and buy this one's thing. But I'm going to go right to Carmen because I can't wait to hear what he's going to lash out here. This is just my thing. I said this in the beginning. 
at this point in the early stages of your career, you're going to be learning on a learning curve all the time. It's nice to have a father like Carmen standing back in the wings watching you, listening. And if he knows he's got to step in, he'll do it. But on the other hand, too, if you want to be real proficient and good at something, you got to be willing to get your nose broken, folks. And I just mean that metaphorically, all right? I don't want to see anybody get that done. But my point is, you said it perfectly, Joe. It, you know, it's like we talk about taking small steps. And I know we live in a very hustle-bustle world now. But with what we like to do here, hustle-bustle could get you killed or maimed or done. Or like you said, you had friends that came over that got sore. Well, I don't know if I can come back. Well, you know what? You just missed out on the best 50 years of your life. All right, Carmen, lay it out, brother. All right. You touched on all of it and so did my heir apparent here. <laughs> it, uh, you know, and one of the things that you mentioned is you have to be willing to get your nose broken metaphorically. Yep. I've been doing this a long, long time. And there are some days when my son will step up and say, Dad, your feet are screwed up. You need to adjust your step, your stance, yep. or your your grip was off center. And you think you know everything, but you don't. You know, you're never too old to learn something. Yep. And and we do that in the gym. It doesn't matter who's lifting. If it looks like they're going to hurt themselves or they're going to have an issue, somebody will speak up and say, Stop, adjust your grip, get your feet placed properly. So you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a fellow that's coming with us. He's only been with us for less than a month now. He's an Oklahoma City firefighter. He's a friend of Joe's from college. And uh, he came in. He's a big guy, 6'3". He's just a load. Yep. And he told me the other day, he said, I come in here and I get humbled by a 73-year-old guy. He said, is that normal? And I said, in here it is, you know. <laughs> Take your place. My goal is not to make you feel insignificant. My goal is to try to make you improve yourself. Mm-hmm. One way I'm doing this is to spur you on to see if you, you know, you're just going to, one day you're going to take me out and kick my butt, Great. which is fine. That's why I'm training you. You know, I don't mind that. I just want you to work hard and you'll see progress. And it's just, it's an amazing sport, Eric. It's a truly, it's something I tell folks, this is something you can do from, a young age until you're well past what people consider vital times, you know, you just, oh, yeah. just wait I'm not lifting anywhere near. I did when I was Joe's age, he's 32. When I was 30, when he was, you know, when I was his age, I was cranking 550 for reps on a deadlift. Now I can roll it across the floor. I'm good if I get 450 for reps, you know. Yeah. But I'm still doing it, damn it. And I'll, I'll keep doing it till I die. That's the thing. My goal is to die on the platform, you know. <laughs> I'm with and you. John and Paul. That's right. You know, it's, if, if you're going to do something, don't half-step it. Do it all, you know. And that, what's that saying? I don't half-ass anything. I've yep. got a considerably sized ass. Yep. So half-ass for me is, is a pretty good effort, you know. So I just, you know, I, there's a fellow who you interview from time, from England, that Gary Clark. Oh, yeah. He's coming that, on in a couple weeks. That guy is incredible. You know, he's contacted me a time or two, and I said, I should be telling you I admire you 
for what you do. This poor man is, is cerebral palsy, right? Yep. Yeah. And he is doing, he's one of Britain's strongest guys disabled. It just watching him makes me want to cry for the, the effort he has. He, he does not know the meaning of the word quit. Uh, not only that, Carmen, if you talk to him offline, he's even more um, driven than when you hear him on the show. Right. And that's, that's got to be something to hear that. Oh, yeah. Because he's just incredible. You know, oh, yeah. oh, guys yeah. like that are what being alive is what all about. You know, just take the moment, seize the day, choke it out, own the day, make your own destiny you know don't sit around and wait for stuff to happen make it happen oh yeah i think with the sport that we do you have to have that attitude you have i tell these folks to come by so when you get on that platform you got to believe you're the baddest dude in town you do your lifts and you step off and then you go back to being a good person but on that platform you've got to be the meanest so-and-so that ever walked the earth if otherwise it's going to get you the mental side of it's got to come in. You have to believe you're bulletproof. Yep. What was that country song a few years back? Six, ten feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to think you're that like that, bro. You know, if you don't, it's, the iron's going to eat you. And that's the thing. Iron doesn't care if you're male or female, young or old, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. It's heavy, and you got to prove to to it that you're the master of it. You know, I, I put that that little thing up every Friday night for the gym rats page that I have talking about deadlifts in the morning, you know, and we yep. every Saturday we fight our ancient and old time consistent enemy, age, gravity, and iron. Yeah. And it's a nose to nose, no survivors battle every Saturday. And so far we've won every one of them, <laughs> you know. Hey, you know what, though? You know what the greatest thing, to, though, too, about this is – to, to be able to have the ability to say, all right, I want to deadlift 500. I'm not close to it yet, but here's how we're going to start breaking it down. And building the will, which is so vital to get to anything, the same way whether it's a bench press or a stone or whatever, you've come up with it or you've seen somebody do it. And to have the ability, this is what people don't understand. And I'm coming from the spot of being around Jimmy, who I watched whittle down to nothing. So I can understand even more so how you got to protect your health. It, 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 there's just so many variables there. But like in your case, 59 years to be able to go in and be a champion lifter and to teach people, have your son following you now, who now is doing what you were doing at his age and helping other people, it's a magnificent thing. There's very few things out there in the world that can do what the three of us are talking about here today. There, uh, And I don't care what anybody says. You know, I love to hear people say to me, well, why, why would you go out and do that in the cold? Or why would you walk through the snow with a big stone or whatever? And I say to them, why not? And the point I've come to now with a lot of things is I try to be just gracious about it and not really get into a war of words with anybody anymore. Because I'll tell you why, Carmen and Joe, it's not worth it to me. All right? I don't well, need – right? They don't I, understand the motivation no, for that either. No, no. You know? And I don't, I don't feel at this point to even have to explain it anymore because, you know, I'm not saying that it's one thing or another, but they don't understand it. 
You're never going to be able to get them to understand it. And the point of the matter is it really doesn't matter. What matters is what am I going to do today? How much closer am I going to get to that big goal? Who's going to be watching me or who's going to come to me and say, you know something, I would like to come and train with you. You know, that's what I put my concerns into. All this testing stuff I'm doing, not only with with John McKean with the Power Rack, with now I'm doing a, another big project with Matt Dahl and Sand Dune with Stones, which is pretty interesting what's happening with that. And I came up with this. I think I found the linchpin to why a lot of people fail lifting Stones. I haven't worked it out totally with the way I'm grouping the movements, uh, I think people will be pretty shocked when I tell them what I came up with because I can tell you this right now, it is working. Not that I'm failing, but I have failed many times when before I also tore a bicep in Iceland. Um, there's some things that I feel that you have to do to have success, and I can I know I'll get arguments from people all over. I deadlifts, you know, 800 pounds. Uh, I have a big shoulder girdle, big hip girdle, et cetera, et cetera. I've seen so many points of failure with people with what they're talking about. I can't say I'm 100%, but I'm I'm getting up there now where I do feel I found that linchpin. So what I've done with all this stuff is not only have I been fortunate enough to have a lot of success but now I'm going out and I'm testing things that whether I'm watching other athletes, whether I'm paying attention to myself, getting my feedback, learning how to restore myself in a different way now, um, I, I'm here to tell you it's working. Um, um, it's a very interesting thing what we're doing here right now is usually just me. But obviously, anybody I'm speaking with is at another distance. But the point of the matter, they don't have to be here. They've got enough knowledge to work with me and, and give me their feedback on what I'm doing. Um, so it's been very, very, very positive in everything. But the only way you're going to get great at this stuff is you've got to have that type of mentality, too. You, you, you know, you can't get roughed up and say, well, I'll get it another day. I, like I said in the beginning of the show with you and Joe, it's rain day after day. I mean, I can't cancel workouts because the next day might be pouring even harder. So you have to will yourself to get it done. You have to go out and use the discipline and the ability to get this stuff done and make a mark. Because if you don't, you're going to be behind. You know, my theory, well, I don't like that word theory. My reasoning has always been this. If you don't train that day or you miss a day, you never get it back. And, well, you know, you got another 50 years. But I said, well, who knows what would have happened two days ago. That's my yeah. point, you know. Um, I'll get right back to you, Carmen. Joe, yeah. I mean, you've heard everything I said here just now. Um, do, you, do you feel as a power lifter, as, as working with your dad all these years and other people, do you feel that – You've become more creative in your training. Obviously, when your dad said, you walked up and said, well, the foot placement or the hands don't look right. Are these all things you think you've garnered from this? Um, ideas that you've come up with? Things that you've seen at meets through the years and all that? Has this become a very influential way for you to look at training now rather than, say, 
15 years ago. I mean, obviously you've grown from it, but tell everyone, what do you think all this outside, inside stuff that's been going on with you, what has it created for you now? I mean, it it's one of these things I think where, especially if I'm if I'm spotting for dad or something like that, I've I've watched his progression for so long now yep. that I can just tell when something's out of the groove, and I can fairly easily diagnose what that is. Yep, you know, and but, he's not afraid to tell me either. <laughs> Which is important. Yeah. You have to be able to speak freely between each other. Yeah. You know, True. I'm his father and he respects that, but that doesn't mean he's afraid to tell me what I'm doing wrong, you know? No, I agree. You have to. You have to have that. You know, if you're not going to be honest with each other, you don't belong together. Right. That's it. I mean, look, I've had guys say things to me when I was choking out, not doing things right or walking in with that, that piss poor attitude. And at times, man, it pissed me off to the point where I just wanted to hit him right over the head with a plate. But you know what? When you cool out a little bit and think things through, you realize they were just looking out for you. They weren't being critical of you. And if they were, you've got to be able to take criticism, period. But yeah. the point of the matter is some days you're just not, re- you know, you're just not with it like that. But it's a great thing to have somebody watching your back. You need that because – you know, when you start messing around with the kind of stuff we use, uh, the ability to get hurt is very real. And it could be anything from, like you said, your grip's off, you're pulling more to one side. You know, we all know that stuff. But we don't know it because we're in a different state of mind than Joe is or Carmen is when they're watching one another. So that's why they're there, to have the ability to walk up and say, hey, look, you got to make a little adjustment here. When you do that, I know more guys with the Husafel stone. Turn it 180. Suddenly it came off the ground. Okay? These are things that work. And this is where you want to have this type of people around you that want to see you. And this is the biggest thing of all, Carmen and Joe. Succeed. Think about that. What is yeah. succeeding for you, Carmen, at this point? What do you feel? Me? Yeah. For me? Carmen, yeah. At my age, is to still be able to go out and represent the right way for the sport. And I drive my kid crazy because I'll tell him, I said, do you think I'm still representing well on the platform? You know, I don't want to be one of these guys that people say that old fart should stop because yeah. he's not. He's just uh, making a joke of it, you know. Yeah. For me, success, I can every time I grab that bar and – you know, like I said, I'll be 74 pretty soon here in a couple of months. I just want to be able to keep on doing this at a high level and enjoy it. If you're doing stuff and you don't like it, you need to stop doing it. I'm with and you. So far, I still love this activity. I look forward to my workouts. Joe and I had a good session this morning before we started this. Yep. And we'll have another good session tomorrow. The highlight of my day is lifting in the gym with him. Yeah, you know it's yeah. the, the two things I love the most. Well, Mama's in the house, but you know she. <laughs> but I, you, you better know, say I, that. Now you got that right. I love my son, and I love list, lifting. And when we can, I can do that with him out there. I'm in hog heaven. Yeah. Saturdays are just so enjoyable for me. Yep, he's with me, and his friends and 
friends that we've accumulated through this activity are out there and everybody's busting on everybody and everybody's working hard and everybody's succeeding. I love seeing people make progress. I love see people making the meeting their goals and helping one another. That's what this sport is about. And I cut him off a little while ago. He was in the middle of saying something and go ahead and finish son. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, to, to this idea of, you know, what, what does success look like? Yeah. I think, um, you know, for me, it's, it's akin to what I would imagine anybody that's, that's striving within this community would say is to feel better at the end of my workout than I did when I started. Oh, yeah. To feel like I accomplished something today that I, you know, even if, even if it's a weight that I've been working with for a month and a half or something, it's like, you know, that did feel slightly easier today. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a couple more sessions with that and then we'll think about upping it or something like that. Just having that kind of conversation with myself is a sign of success to me because it shows me that I've done something today and I'm looking forward to doing something tomorrow. No. Uh, you know, but there was, I had a thought while you were talking, Dad, that, that I wanted to add in here. And it's, I feel like, you know, over time we've encountered quite a few high school kids, both from, both when I was in high school, but even, even more recently than that, that are coming in and their goals are someone else's goals. Yep. If, if you understand what I'm saying, it's, you know, they're, they're trying to get onto the varsity football team. And so they've talked with whatever passes for a strength coach at their high school. <laughs> and have been getting, man talking right there. <laughs> no, he's, he's, uh, I don't mean to interrupt Joe, but no. you are right on the dime brother. Um, that's once again, falls back to all this other stuff that you got to have this, spend that, do this. Um, most of these coaches, I've run into a few of them. I wouldn't want them to coach my dog. All right. right. Seriously. Right. But go ahead. Take it away. But, you know, they, they've been given some arbitrary set of exercises yep. from this person. And then they're coming to us because it's the summer and they don't have access to the gym at the high school. They don't have yep. access to a a gym that has the kind of weight that they have been informed that they're supposed to be doing. And so they're coming to us. And we, we, you know, we, like dad said, our door is open to whoever is willing to come in and work, but we see them, they come in, we look at these exercises that they've been told to do and they don't make any sense. No. They, don't, they don't go together at all. No. And then no. we see the form that they've been taught at school that they're supposed to use. And we're like, you're going to tear yourself up. You're going to tear something loose. You're going to hurt yourself. You need to, can you try it this way? You know, try your form this way. Back the weight down a little bit for right now just so we can work on this form and get some positive muscle memory. Sure. In here. And they'll do it, and it'll go great. And you can see their eyes light up. You can see like, oh, I can do this. It doesn't have to be the kind of work that it had felt like before. Yep. And we'll get a solid like two or three months in the summer where they'll come regularly. They'll – They'll be making good progress, and school will start back up. They'll go back to school. We won't see them for a couple of months just because of 
you know, schedules and availabilities and all this kind of stuff. But the next time we see them, you know, they got an arm in a sling or they got a knee brace on or yep. whatever the case is. And we're like, what happened? Oh, well, coach made me go back to the way that he thought it needed to be done. And I tore an ACL or I tore my rotator cuff or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's like, all of this is unnecessary. Totally. I was, all, to- go ahead. Go ahead, John. And it, 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 it just, frust- it's just frustrating because you could, because you could see the kind of growth that was happening and sure it was slow, so. but it's, it's frustrating because it's like if we could have just held on to this person mm-hmm. and and allowed them to grow in in safety and with proper coaching, yep. A these injuries wouldn't have happened, and B there's no telling how much of a of a better football player they could have been. Yeah, and because they would have had access. Well, and not only that, I mean, if they wanted to continue. Stone lifting, power lifting, bodybuilding, whatever they could because they wouldn't be all ripped up. This is a real interesting thing because I think a lot of these high school coaches, obviously the kids now all want want to be Division One, which that's few and far between. But here's here's two things that I constantly look at. Look at young girls in gymnastics, the damage they've been done to. Look at any of uh, high school football, anything like that. And this is, I think, the deciding piece for me, and I'm going to go right to Carmen, is this. I think they feel because they're 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, they can just beat them right into the ground. All right? Now, when I had, I think it was... Steve Cotter on yesterday, or it was Dr. Wong, I'm not sure. We were talking about how many guys and girls now are dropping out of, um, oh, what's the name of it? Um, ah, I can't think, and um, Cross, um, I'm trying, what the, CrossFit. CrossFit. Why? Yeah. The amount of injuries that these people are piling up, and I said this the first year, I think, when we were on the air. I said, the only reason why they're getting away with this is because they're like 20 years old. You start beating the snot out of yourself for three, four, five years like that, it doesn't matter. You could be 24 and you'll be hobbled the rest of your life, all right? Just because you're younger doesn't give a coach or anybody that supposedly, quote, unquote, knows what to do with an athlete. The reason you just beat the life out of you and figure you're going to keep coming back for more because it's not going to happen. And a lot of these injuries are permanent. They're surgeries. They never come back. But here's the worst of the worst what happens to these kids. And I think this is probably the main reason. They might have fixed whatever was broken, but they can't fix the mental part that they got broken. It's all yours, Carmen. It's yours. Well, you know, you said you get a – 13, 15, 17-year-old kid, to me that means my responsibilities are that much higher towards that child or that young person because they look into you for advice, for leadership, and the worst thing you can do to a person is go back on that trust they have in you. You know, they're trusting you to lead them and they're trusting you to coach them and you're doing something that's detrimental to them. You're breaking that trust, and that is one of those things that I just cannot abide in doing. That's you right. just have to 
accept that responsibility and do the right thing for the your your athlete you know that it be i love training but i can't train if i'm hurt right people say how have you managed to do this for so long and i and joe and i were talking about this coming going into this meet yep the fact that i have trained in my mind smart and sensibly and never sustained a serious injury i think that's got a lot to do with it i do you know yep it just it just if I can't lift, if I'm hurt, right, and I've never been serious. Now I've had a few tweaks here and there, but nothing that has kept me out of the gym for an extended period, you know. And I think that's just the bottom line, you know. Uh, habits. There are good habits and there are bad habits. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym for me every day and doing my routine is a good habit. If I miss a day. And then I miss another day, and then that goes into a third day. I've created a bad habit there by not going. Right. And that's what happens to people, you know? Yep. So you just have to set your goal. We've, I say this every time we have one of these. Set a goal. Yep. Make a plan. Work the plan. Meet and exceed that goal, and then start all over. Yep. You know, this, I can't think of another activity that does what we do when you lift heavy crap so you can get stronger to go lift even heavier crap. You're right. I mean, that's what this sport is all about. And people look at me like you're nuts. You should be on the couch. Why should I be on the couch? You'd be dead. Carmen, the the way you are, you'd be dead in a week. Exactly. Just because I'm in my seventies does not mean I got to stop enjoying life. And this is what I enjoy doing. I enjoy spending time with my son I enjoy hassling mama. You know, <laughs> that's not safe, by the way. No, I'm not advocating people do that. You know, <laughs> but I, I feel so fortunate and so blessed to have the setup that I do. Yeah. By the people that I am. A former student of mine made a comment because I had put some pictures up of our success at the contest a couple of weeks ago, and he came by. He came on and he said, you know, he said, you, you've got a good group of people there, and you, they're, they perform well. And I told him, I said, well, my friend, when you're surrounded by good people, success is inevitable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you surround yourself with bozos, then you're not going to go anywhere. You know? No, no and, 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 and that's a thing that is not really clarified anymore in the world because it's just kind of like this is here, that's there, this is here. It, look, if you want to lead the field, unfortunately, most people say you're going to have to be very independent, not only of others, but you're going to have to think for yourself, which is something in today's world in a lot of spots is discouraged more than ever now. You know, it's like just be one, you know, be one of the pack, roll with it, it'll be much better for you, et cetera, et cetera. When you decide whether it's entrepreneurship, barbell training, whatever it is in the physicality world, you're going to be a different breed of a human being. Even if you walked into it not really knowing it initially, there are things within you, I, Joe, that a lot of other people don't have. Now, that's that's not a slap at anybody, but I've chosen to do this. I've chosen to lift big things no one's ever told me well yeah they tell you not to do it of course you're going to get hurt the whole deal but 
The point of the matter is I never put the rules or stipulations on myself other than whatever we do, we're going to do the best we can for that day. That might not mm-hmm. be as good as the day before, but we're still out here and we're still pushing, pushing, pushing. Now, these are the things that create leaders, and leaders are needed in this world now more than ever. And I don't care what you do. If you can go out and create something, if you can be smart enough to know how to convey it and obviously offer a solution to people, people are going to come to you. People are going to employ you. People are going to want to be around you. If you're somebody that when you walk up to them and say, how are you today? And they tell you the whole world sucks. You better get the hell out of Dodge quickly because that is not the circle of people you want in your life. Now, people have said to me, you know, why do you say things like that? Well, words have power, folks. Mm -hmm. Do, Do you understand that, everybody? Words have power. So when you speak to yourself, and we're not, none of us are ever 100% perfect and we never will be, but be very careful what you say to yourself and others because what you say to somebody can affect them in a good way or a bad way. Like I say at the end of the show, five words can change your life forever. Believe me when I say that. Believe me. Joe, here, here's what I want to ask you because we're getting near the end of the show. Yeah. But, you know, we've hit on so many different levels here with the three of us today. If there was something that, let's just say a young man comes to you, he's heard the show, or he knows of you in the neighborhood, or he's heard of your dad, but he finds you first. And he yeah. says to you, you know, he comes up to you, he introduces himself, hopefully to put his hand out and shake your hand firmly and look you in the eyes and say, I want to start weight training. I got a lot of people are just telling me the negative stuff about it, that it doesn't do, you know, the old shit, the muscle bound, you know, the steroids, all the, all the negative, unglamorous things. And he comes to you and says, I need help. What would I, what can I do? Can you help me out if I can prove myself to you? How would you respond to somebody like that? I mean, it'd probably be akin to what dad would say. But, you know, basically, show up next Saturday. There'll be a ton of people out there, get a lot of different perspectives, Mm -hmm. but all of which are going to be positive, all of which are going to be helpful. Um, And it's going to be a safe place. It's going to be a safe environment for you to take your first steps into this activity. There'll be plenty of people around to keep you to keep you safe. And yep. make sure that you're not going to do something that's going to hurt you. You yep. know, yep. we're not going to let you. We're not going to make you do it. We're gonna we're gonna start at a weight that we're pretty confident you're going to be able to handle. We want this to be successful for you. Yep. And yep. you know, this is this is the kind of environment that you need to achieve that kind of success. Yep. I agree. That that is the way. And see. A lot of people don't speak to other people like that. You know, it's that that word success is just so, so vital and important with all the other things, you know, belief, whether you believe in God, but believe in yourself because others won't. And then I got one last one for you. 
obviously Carmen is the exception, in my opinion. He's been on here long enough. Obviously, I'm not his son, but he's one hell of a man, in my opinion. What do you what do you think you've got? What do you think you've taken from your father, and and even built upon it more? If you can answer that, Joe. I think I think the biggest thing I've taken away, and it's it's a combination of the gym and his military service. I think, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's just having the the gumption, the yep. stick-to-itiveness, the the hard-headedness. Some to recognize when things are tough and when thing and when you need to retreat a little bit when you need to yep. um un- how to understand the difference between a failure mm-hmm. and a setback mm-hmm. because you can learn from a failure you can learn from a setback but you've got to approach those things differently right um you know approaching the bar going for the lift and it not going Okay, that was a failure today. That doesn't mean it's going to fail next week. In right. fact, you've probably got a, a a fire that's been stoked doubly now by when you show up next week. You're going to you're going to hit that weight again and it's not going to stay on the floor this time. Right. You know, a setback harder to come back from potentially, but that doesn't mean you quit. Um and so I I think that would be that would be the biggest thing. Okay. Is knowing that quitting is the ultimate failure without a doubt that that go ahead i'm yeah. sorry go ahead no no I, like you haven't failed until you've chosen to quit I agree. Show, continuing to show up continuing to work that's not a failure that is reassessing your goal changing that plan to accommodate the new environment that you're living in and that you're working within Oh, without a doubt, and it, it's – look, you and I both know, and Carmen too, a weight can feel that you mastered heavy as can be. You come back 10 days later and you ripped it off the floor, you pushed it off you or whatever, and you're saying to yourself, what the hell happened to – you know, 10 days ago? Yeah. This is this is the beauty of training, man. You got highs and lows, and life is highs and lows. And, you know, everybody's afraid of having a low. Well, you know what? You don't need to go on Prozac because you got low. What you need to go is take your teeth and sink them in the iron. All right, Carmen, I've got two for you. Number one, if you were going to if you were going to go up in front of a thousand people tonight, and talk about your success of 59 years in the iron game. And there, and a lot of them are apprehensive, saying, well, he's just probably going to talk about lifting some weights. What what am I going to learn from them? Steer me straight when I said that to you just now. Okay. I would say get ready to have the ride of your life because training with weight is exhilarating. You truly find out what you're made of, mm-hmm. you know, because like Joe said, there's a setback and then there's failure. And I was going to interrupt him. I already done that once, but he <laughs> had a setback a while ago yep. for the whole length of his career. He pulled conventionally deadlift, you know, just yep. conventional style, feet close. And then for some reason, a while back, he pulled something in his hip and his sciatic nerve just flared Yep. And we had to adjust. He didn't quit. We had to adjust 
he couldn't do regular squats with the bar on his back. We had to use the trap bar for squats. Right. And then he he's reassessed himself, and he's now pulling sumo style, as you've seen in the videos. Yep. And he's had success with that. He did not quit. He readjusted, reevaluated, formulated a plan of attack, and is now conquering it. And I'm so proud of him because I know what those kind of things do to you. They mess with your body as well as your mind. Oh, yeah. And I would tell people, just hang on for the ride of your life, folks. Start, enjoy, test yourself every day, but don't hurt yourself. Train smart, train wisely, and train consistently. You know, and, and you're going to, you by doing that, in my opinion, you truly get everything out of life that you can. Oh yeah, you 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 can't miss when you really understand what physical culture is all about. And you know what? In my own idea, it's a work in process till the day I leave the earth, wherever exactly. I go from here. And that's what exactly. I mean. Um, you know, in, in go ahead. The thing with deadlifts, you pull a big deadlift. Yep. And the feeling you have is the best feeling you can ever experience with your clothes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I you may have to edit that out, brother. No, nah, I'm not worried about that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. That's good. All right, I'm good. So um, what, one like last that. question though, yeah. um, and you know, answer any way you want. Obviously, I know you, you hit a bit on it in the beginning about having Joe with you, but um. What is what is Joe meant to you? I mean, over the last twenty years, because I know that he's got your back and all that. But you know, as a father, as a man, just as a a, a fellow lifter, what 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 has that done for you, Carmen? I you broke up a little bit there. I didn't hear all of that, Eric. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, with Joe there, um, yeah. and and the trials and tribulations of everything we do, but. I mean, I know he's got your back and all that stuff. We talked about that. But as a father, as as and he is a fellow lifter, regardless of son, father, son, all that. Right. What does that meant to you, though? I mean, you know, you got a you got a good good lifter with you, and that you and I both know that doesn't happen a lot in life. So, in that context of training, what is what is that that relationship? Forget. Let's keep well, the five words from him. Yep. I've learned from him is that you have to persevere. Yep. And I thought I had willpower. I thought I had discipline till he comes along and says, step aside, boy, hold my beer. While I <laughs> you know? yep. I've, learned, I've learned so much from him about being a, a man. Yep. You know, yep. it's just, and I'm, it's just the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I am tickled to death that he loves this sport the way I do. Oh yeah, that's got to feel. I feel damn like good. I have accomplished a great thing by passing this activity and the knowledge on to him, and he's sharing that with his friends, who, in some way, shape, or form, are out going out there and sharing it with their acquaintances. So the knowledge is being spread. You know, everything. Every time we have one of these, yep. a little bit of you comes with me, and a little bit of me stays with you, yep. and that goes on out there for the world to, to take. If they choose to, and if they don't choose to, then they're missing out, in my opinion. Uh, they are. I mean, the stuff we've done here, 
on Eminem over the last three plus years. Not only is just outstanding, but as I've said over and over and over again, you go and play, you know, Squeaky Wheel was the last show Carmen and I did. Go out and listen to that ten times. Out of ten times, you're going to get ten times something new out of it. See, mm-hmm. it, it, the, there's so much information we talk about here. And it's not only just weightlifting. It's all the threads that run through your life. There aren't a lot of people that will talk about stuff like that. There's a lot of people that won't let their guard down because they figure, hey, I'm a weightlifter. You know, I'm not supposed to be this, that, and the other thing. Well, if you're alive and breathing, you're going to be multiple things, folks. And just because you're in the weight room, that's a whole different thing, too. Um, I'm not the same when I'm out there, of course, because I'd get locked up for sure. But (laughs) here's here's the thing. I, I've said this to Carmen. I've said this on multiple shows. Here's how it goes. I might not have a stone wrapped with my arms. I might not have an Olympic bar on my shoulders. I might not have a trap bar attached to each hand when I'm walking. But believe me, you might not see it, but it's always there. I can't. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, and I got some funny stuff about it. I will never be able to separate the gym from me. I might not be wearing it, but invisible to myself, I'm wearing it. I can see it on me right now. If you go with that perspective, you're going to be damn successful because these people that say, oh, I just leave it at the gym. Really? You've been training 20 years and you just can leave it at the gym? I'm not, not saying. Training. If they're saying that, they're not training right. Bingo. Bingo. Look, you don't have to be out telling everybody and bragging and, and talking about it, you know, but I'll tell you what, it's very hard for you not talk about it because sure. it's it's such it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to do this that you want everybody to learn it, man. Get into it. But we can always do that. We'll do another three way show if Joe wants to come back in. We'd love to have him and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um Carmen, Joe, anything you want to put out? Um, how to get a hold of you? Why don't you do that now? Then I'll give all my information out. And if you'd hang on the line, I'd appreciate it, please. So take it um, away. I'm I'm the most present online, probably on Twitter. Okay. Um, you okay. can you can find me there at at Chiazar. That's C H I A C Z A R. Okay. I'm talking about okay. you know. Any number of things, um, but but weightlifting does find its way in there. Okay. I I have I'm on Facebook. Yep. And I, I belong to several strength sites that strong and over forty, strong and over fifty, yep. strong and sixty five, seventy, you name it. I'm on there and I share videos all the time. I also have a private page related to our gym rats. It's called Gym Rats. And yep. It's just it's by invitation only. Yep. You're on it yep. because I respect you and what you're doing. Thank you. And, uh, you know, you see us and you spread the word. And But I'm, I'll, I'll be glad to help anybody. And I, if you have knowledge and you don't share it, then you're not worth much in my book. Yeah. Yep. You Shame know? on you. That's the way I look at right. it. Yep. Again, I appreciate the opportunity, and this has been a double blast for me. I always yep. enjoy the talk with you, yep. but my main man is to my immediate left here as we're doing this, and I am in hog heaven. I understand. <laughs> hey, the, and, and, 
And Joe and you and I, uh, you talk about having an excellent show. It, it just went smooth as silk. And this is yeah. the idea of broadcasting, Carmen and Joe. You got to be able to, uh, as we talk about, you know, toe the line. And everything went smooth as silk. And uh, let me give out my information. I'll get right back to you. This is Motivation right. Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Don't forget, if there's a show you'd like Carmen and I to do, and Joe is more than welcome anytime to come on here, mm-hmm. Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. we got a five-star review. We want to keep it that way. Keep sending. We're on Spotify. We're on um, Google Podcasts. We're on AHA Directory, which is AHA. That is where you can get Eminem in your car 24-7. Also, too, I want to mention Don G. Fardino and ADEX Club. Um, we're running a special through Eminem uh, right now for a club. You can get the, the club kit for $45 off. And all you have to do is put in MM19 to get that discount. Also, you can go out to ADEXClub.com. You can call Donnie. He has his phone number there, and believe me, he does get back to you. You can order it there, and you can also get a hold of Donnie through Facebook. He's all over everything, but Facebook seems to be a good place where he, uh, he get, he'll he get back to you relatively quicker. So go out there and put in MM19, and if you want to get into some club work or use it for um, weightlifting, we had he and Jason on a few weeks ago. And the show has just done marvelous. Uh, Jason talked about how he uses it for weightlifting. And, you know, if you watch Jason Gillen, he's into everything. So don't be shy. Go out there, order up a club, MM19, and get rolling. And that's the best thing to do. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, that is our premier product. Go on out and get that. I guarantee you. It will change your life forever. Also, too, another big thing is investment in M&M and FBC. Uh, that's called Prosperity Consciousness um, at FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment. It goes right to my PayPal account, and it helps out tremendously. Because I'm telling you right now, most people are running subscriptions to a show of this this much magnitude. I never wanted to do that because I wanted to mainly be able to sell my products and get investment. But if we can't do that, we're going to have to do some other things because um, this show costs a lot, and I mean a lot, to keep running every month. And um, I don't mind. I mean, I'm doing it with or without anyone. That's never going to stop me. But anything that you would like to, you know, send this way would be much appreciated. So think about that. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen and I have done. This show with Joe, Carmen, and myself, it'll be up by the end of the week, probably Thursday or Friday because I've got to go and and work that other job. That eats my whole day up. And believe me... um, that doesn't sit real well with me. But this is the way it is right now, and I'm doing everything I can to change everything. So it's like anything. Discipline will get you where you want to go. The will. Don't bend. Well, bend, but don't break. Put it that way. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. goes right to my MailChimp account, and it will go right to your inbox with anything that I put out. Also, too, another big investment. Come on in here and advertise on Motivation and Muscle. The rates are very, very fair, 
and I will work as hard as I can with you. Let's uh, be together for the next 30 years and make each other some good, good money and help a lot of people. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real power, real strength. Now, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give someone five words of wisdom. That's what I said. Five words will change your life forever. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what they're going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And that goes out to our pal, Paul Thor. He loves that. Turn them into dust. Paul can be seen all over the etched in stone page. He is awesome. He's from Wales. What a great guy. He's He was in touch with me and Charlie Oliphant a long time ago. Um, I can't wait till I meet those guys, Carmen, everybody. I mean, you talk about exceptional individuals, man. They, there aren't a lot of people walking around on this earth like these gentlemen and ladies. We've got some great ladies on here, too. Also, too, um, we talked about the YouTube channel, obviously, and everything else. Um, I'm trying to think. The Hoosers, oh, Domination Stone, that's my one of my steel ones. Um, we clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate obliterate. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, obviously, uh, you know, no one's ever going to clip our balls, um, and that's for sure. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, and it gets taller and wider every day. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Leaders lead. Remember that. But he also says, you know, um, the whole thing with winning and being a winner and, you know, taking everything the way it is and doing. Frank was a guy like that, that, you know. Quitters never win, winners never quit. That was stuff he had on the blackboard in college. I don't think he ever took it off unless somebody took it off. Um, Adamant. That's where I learned a lot about a lot of these big authors and writers. One of the people that Frank was very into, and I still have, I think, a couple tapes he loaned me, was The Psychology of Winning with Dennis uh, Waitley. Classic, classic. So, I thank him for that. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. um, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day, and you will smile. I promise you that. Um, Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. Join us for the next 30 years. Get your friends. Get everybody out to Etched in Stone. Tell people about our podcasting. Send out the podcast. Get your sons and daughters interested. You know, we've really mellowed out on language. I don't think you need language a lot. But sometimes, you know, you're very passionate and it comes out. But I'm not like a lot of people out there doing shows where every other word out of their mouth is F. I don't think you need that. And if you need to get your point across that way, you're not very good. But that's them. I don't worry about them. Also, too, um, before I sign off with Carmen, You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. That's what you want to live up to. And keep on moving. Wait till you hear this show today. Incredible. Carmen.
It's always an honor. We know that Joe had to leave. We had uh, everyone. We had some uh, major network problems here. So I want to at least sign off. Carmen's still there. Big thank you to Joe. The guy was fabulous. Um, gentleman, you can tell he definitely comes from some good genes there. So, sir, you know, it's always an honor, and thank you for being on, my friend. Well, thank you. As he left, he said that was fun. I want to do that again. <laughs> we will. Definitely. All right, I'll, I'll pass that on to him. Thank you so much, Eric. You made my day, brother. Well, you you make a lot of days here too, Carmen. Um, and and I know that um, out in the community and beyond, your words matter, okay. man. You, as they said in the Outlaw Josie Wales, your words have iron, and that's very <laughs> that's very important. When he met ten, when he met ten bears, and he was either going to die or live with them. Um, and that's what Ten Bears said to him when they cut each other's hands and became yeah. blood brothers. I so, that. you know, your words have iron, and that's what we need. So, as I said, this show should be up near the end of the week. We'll get Carmen and Joe back on. But in the meantime, you got an awful lot of material with Carmen and I to listen to. And you need to do that. And you need to just push that out to your friends. So, for Carmen Caputo and Joe Caputo... This is Eric Fiorello. We thank you for listening. And you know what? The world is asking something from you. Don't be afraid to do it. That's what I'm saying. And you can ask too. But let me tell you something. You go out and do something big. Wait till you see how you feel. It is the greatest thing. Be a physical culturist among many other things. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Have a great rest of the week. And thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.